Hello, and welcome back to the Sports Roundtable podcast, where we talk about all things Michigan State athletics. I'm your host, Bella Johnson, and today I'm joined by Justin Babbitt, who's an Izone and Munster student section leader. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, Justin? Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me. My name is Justin. Um, like you said, I'm a section leader for the Izone and the Munsters this year. Um, takes up a lot of my time, and I absolutely love all of it. Um, I'm really excited to sit here and talk sports today. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and just if you don't know, Izone is men's basketball and Munsters is the hockey student section. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Fun. Um, so I think we should just jump in with a little bit of men's basketball. They had an interesting week, <laughs> they obviously. Did. They did, yeah. Um, Saturday, they had um, they went to Madison Square Garden to play Rutgers and definitely didn't go the way they wanted it to. It didn't, yeah. And it was interesting to watch um, the past few times we've gone on the road. We've we've really been struggling a little bit, and we, we played the Indiana schools on the road. Um, I, th- I believe back-to-back weekends, um, really hard to play at Mackey and Purdue, really hard to play at um, Bloomington for Indiana as well. So it was interesting to see them kind of adapt to MSG and how that was kind of a neutral environment. Um, it, Rutgers is right there in Jersey, yeah. so it's kind it definitely of, felt like a home game for Rutgers. It there did. were so many of them there. It did. It, I, I noticed that a student section too, so I'm sure a lot of the red in the arena, you know, might have had an impact. But mm-hmm. um, one thing I noticed right off the bat when I was watching, we got great shots in the beginning, and I really thought our offense was was getting the looks that they needed to. Um, you know, I I just don't think the shots fell, and sometimes you know, yeah. that that's just the way it goes. The the offense just doesn't click, but. Um, yeah, it was, it was really in- interesting to to kind of take a take a look at how we did on the road. Didn't go the way we wanted it to, but I thought we played relatively well for the, especially the first half. Yeah, and when sometimes when shots aren't falling, the first couple don't go, and then it's just in the they're in the heads the whole time, and yep. none of them go after that, yep. which is really rough, yep. especially on the road. It was both when, teams too. Yeah, it was, it was really low scoring. I don't know if you saw the halftime score. If it you was, just got to look at it, but yeah, it was. Yeah. They were on pace for something like 40 points or the whole – it was just kind of an offensive slugfest a little bit, but, you know, that's okay. Um, offense, though, I, I, I believe it was Tyson with 12 and Joey with 10, so it was a little uh, a little lower than usual, but – Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then last night, 9 p.m. tip-off, yeah. which is new. It was. I feel like I haven't – had games that late in a got, while. Got back pretty late last night. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, they took on Maryland, and as soon as they started right off the bat, it was like a whole different team. Like mm. they started fifteen and zero. The offense was on fire. The defense was on fire. Um, and then they almost blew it yes. with their fifteen zero start. Yeah. Um, I mean, you were there. It I was. was watching it from home. What was yeah. it like being there? Yeah. yeah um. It- I, you could tell there was a little angst in the building, especially after um, you know the game getting tied. I, I don't remember the number off the top of my head. I want to say it was tied at 38 or 40. Mm-hmm. And just watching us go up 15, the energy in the building was crazy as always. Breslin's an awesome place to watch a basketball game. And you can kind of feel it creep up a little bit. Maryland would get two here and there. They'd get a putback here. They'd get an offensive board there. And um, you, ju- you just kind of started to feel it slip away. And I think that's a pattern I've started to notice. And uh, Spartan Nation is starting to notice a little bit. Um, we, we we get a lead, and late in the game, we just have some mishaps. We can't inbound the ball. We we don't get rebounds, and, uh, and then things happen like they did last night. And then we find a way to survive at home. We haven't really found mm-hmm. that on the road yet, but yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a tough. The home crowd definitely definitely helps. Yes. Um, that last pass from Hogard to Malik and mm. then the dunk from Akins probably brought a lot of life back to the <laughs> back to Breslin I it, could only imagine it did it was great the, the, 
Breslin moments when when there's a huge dunk or there, there's just there's there's great moments in Breslin where um, the roof truly just goes off the place. It's, it's, it's super cool. And then you you could definitely feel it though on the way out of, of the building. There was a little bit of a, a tense feeling. Like there there was a relief there obviously, but it's kind of like it, it kind of a feeling in the back of your head of oh we we were up fifteen nothing in the start and it had to go that way. But uh. it's also hard because we've dropped or they've dropped. Five of the last seven yeah, I believe before it. that game. Yeah. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. <laughs> a lot yeah. of games to lose. Yeah. But every time you look at the Big Ten, it's just something else is happening. Yeah. I feel like recently I can't think of a time where there was like one team way ahead and then one team way behind and then everybody else was just in the middle somewhere, like yeah. fighting each other like crazy. Yeah. You know, I think I believe Michigan just won. Uh, they beat Ohio State and put mm-hmm. them at, I think, I think six and five and they jumped crazy amount of spots i was just and Izzo even talked about it too he's like he's never seen a big 10 like this mm-hmm. before um i think it's like a very in general weaker year but it's mm-hmm. it, it's interesting seeing the 10 in the middle just like fight to the death for yeah those spots up top it's fun to watch and also so stressful not, sometimes not for <laughs> us but yeah. yeah no i mean i feel like everybody's feeling this way at this yeah. point you have to yeah. unless, unless you're, you're Purdue. Purdue, right yeah. there you go <laughs> Love to be pretty right now. I mean, on the women's side of the basket um, of basketball, they've been struggling recently. I think mm. they're they're going on to their fourth game tonight. It is Wednesday. This won't be released till Friday. So obviously, this game will have already happened. But unfortunately, I don't have the ability to predict what's going to happen. <laughs> um, but it's their fourth game without head coach Merchant, which is definitely tough. Um, and. The last game that they had with her was against Rutgers. They won that. And then the three since she's been gone, they haven't won one since. Mm. Um, I know it was Nebraska last Thursday on the road. Um, and they almost completed a comeback. I feel like that's the story with this team is mm. they're they're down by so much. I think they were down by 20 in the third quarter. And then they were coming back in the fourth quarter. And they lost by like four points. Yeah which is really frustrating and you could tell that the players are getting frustrated and it was almost the opposite on um Sunday against Michigan they were at home and they started off really really well like the first quarter in person is probably the best that I've seen them play mm-hmm. all season like they were playing incredible they were getting stops they were like shooting and making buckets like crazy like it was they were playing really really well and then the second quarter, they kind of slowed down a little bit, but they were still able to hold on to that lead. And then the third quarter, they just fell apart. It was like, it was really hard to watch. Like, I couldn't shoot anymore. I think, um, I want to say Mo Joyner was leading the team in the first half. And then the second half, like, they got, like, Michigan's defense got on her. And she, I don't think, made another shot the rest of the game. Which is, and you could tell that she was getting frustrated. And, like, you could see it on everybody's faces. And, like, it was re- it was hard to watch, especially... Um, just with the emotions involved in it. Do you think in the arena too that that energy kind of was matched throughout too, or? Well, it's. I mean, it started off great. Mm. Obviously, they had a huge crowd, the largest crowd I've seen there all season. Specifically, they had opened the upper deck of Breslin. I think half of it, and the crowd was into it. Like they were so excited, especially having that lead so early. Yeah. Like yeah. you're at home, you're playing your rival. They're doing really well against their. I think they were number 18th ranked. That might be wrong. <laughs> they were ranked somewhere in the teens. Yeah. Um, so the energy in the first quarter, like, from the crowd, from the team, was, like, really, really cool. Um, I think Dee Dee Hageman ended up making a half-court shot at the end of one of the quarters. 
and uh, the arena went nuts. Like it was so crazy. It was so cool to watch. And yeah, but that that second half, they just can't play like that if they want to win games. They have to close out and play that the way that they started. That was a lot of that. So they have to close out, play the way that they started, and just like fight for that win. And they're like fighting for a win for Coach Merchant, obviously. Yeah, and they course. say that after the games. They yeah. say that before the games. And you can you can only help but think of what it's like to, you know, have your whole entire direction of your program kind of just, you know, get rocked a little bit by that. And, you know, I, I, I've heard nothing but great things about Susie Merchant. And I'm, I I know she's a wonderful person, wonderful coach. So I, I'm, I'm very, um, I feel, feel awful for, you know, for the team. I hope they can kind of rally around her and, you know, mm-hmm. do their best within the next few games to kind of turn it around. She she released a statement for the first time last night, um, said that she's focusing on her health, still no indication of when she's going to be back. You can only hope that she's going to be back for the end of the season. Sure. Um, I mean, she's an incredible coach, and you can yeah. tell like how much that affects them as a oh, team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I actually got the chance to watch her practice a few weeks ago, and I, I, I was very gravitated towards her energy. I was working in Breslin um, for athletics marketing, just doing some stuff with them, and I, I kept getting distracted because of the, the, the level of intense coaching that was happening that was just kind of drew me in as a, as a player, and I was just like, wow, this, this practice and the way this, this energy is in the building, I, I really gravitated towards that. So when you lose that, something like that as a player, I can only imagine, you know, Mm-hmm. The, the the change and the challenge that brings. Yeah, definitely. And um, another team that has had some really great crowds, like the one that the women's basketball team saw on Sunday, has been the gymnastics team. Mm, yes. They have been doing incredible. They've only had t- two home meets so far. Um, and the first game was a home meet against Michigan, a number three ranked Michigan. You expect a big crowd for that. Of course. Especially coming off the year that they had last year. Um, so I was really curious to see what the crowd would be like for second meet of the season against Penn State. Um, and it was still incredible. The play, Jenison was packed. I was there. It was really cool. And obviously, like, they're, like, the gymnasts are so excited to have, like, the kind of support that they're getting this season. Of course. Um, and they had an incredible meet um, last Saturday. They had a fourth highest score in program history. So 197, 450, which is a pretty solid score. They're sure. doing really well. Of course. Um, they moved back up to 12th in the rankings. I think they dropped one spot like last week, but they've been consistently around 12. Um, sophomore Gabby Steven is like incredible to watch. Mm. She's so fun to watch. She's yes. such an incredible performer. I mean, all of them are, but of like course. Gabby Steven had such a good meet on Saturday. Um, she took the all around and um, with gymnastics, they have obviously their team rankings based off of like average scores, and they also have um, individual gymnast rankings with their personal like average score. Um, and right now, Gabby Stevens ranked 18th in the nation. Love it. And when you think about it, there's so many gymnasts. Yeah. There are so many. That's a, that's really impressive. So she's ranked 18th. She's the highest Spartan currently ranked. I know. Um, I want to say Nikki Smith and. Um, Skyla Schulte are both sitting in the 30 range. I can't remember off the top of my head what numbers, but having three of your – obviously, Nikki Smith's a freshman. Gabby and Skyla are both sophomores. Having three of your best gymnasts be that young is yeah. 
extremely impressive. Yeah, that's a program changer right there. It definitely is. And they're only getting better yeah. every meet. It's yeah. it's really cool to watch. I love that. Um, and I know your your forte, your love is the hockey team, yes. obviously. Full of program changers, actually. Yes, currently. definitely. Especially the young guys. Yeah, no, yeah. they're doing incredible. They are. Um, they had a great weekend. Yep. Swap Notre Dame. Yes, they did. That was they needed that. They they <laughs> I feel really like did. I'm saying that every week. It's like one good weekend, a bad weekend, and then, yep. oh, and they needed that weekend. Yep, yep. We're keeping it level here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You need to, like, balance. Right, right. Yeah, they're uh, kind of like kind of coops right now. They're struggling on the road a little bit. Um, and I don't know if I can say a little bit. They're, they're struggling They're struggling, on the road. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, which has been tough. Uh, balance of that, they, they've been doing really well at home. I believe it's two sweeps in a row. I want to say the last series was Penn State. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't technically State. a sweep because they got the points, right? They or, yeah, it, so it was a overtime, shootout win. Shootout, yeah, yeah. Ho- I forget that college hockey is weird like that. They, they don't so get, strange. It's like they get the points, so in, in my mind they won. I don't yeah. know. If, <laughs> I think it counts, counts as a tie, right? No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. it counts as a tie, but in they get mind, the points as if they won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, regardless, they, they definitely stepped to the level of play, which is awesome. Um, it, Notre Dame was awesome, too, because I think it just showed the consistency in mind this year. It's like mm-hmm. um, Notre Dame was, you know, obviously an opponent that – not on the same level as Michigan or Penn State right now, but um, it, it was really a consistency moment for Mun just to to see Mun full again. Mm-hmm. Um, to, it kind of showed that fans aren't just showing up for the number one team in the nation or the number five team in the nation. Um, they're showing up for anybody because yeah. and Notre Dame's still up. a great team. Oh, they they're, are. They're, they're still ranked. They're they're wonder- yes, of course, <laughs> they're a great program as well. Yeah. Um, and I think in the prior years before we we might not see a sellout at Mun or close to sellout for 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 a top 20 team, top 15 mm-hmm. team, but Mon- Mon's getting there. Which, it definitely which I is. I yeah. remember going to games last year, and we were, yeah. there was like three rows of the student section filled. Yeah, yeah. And now seeing it this year where everything is, like every seat is filled is really exciting. Yeah, of course. Um, and obviously it contributes to the team. They oh, yeah. play significantly better at home. Yeah. Um, this weekend they got back inside the, the bubble for playoffs, yes. which is definitely comforting for them. Yeah. Um, and... Dylan St. Cyr was named Big Ten First Star of the Week. I, he had such an incredible weekend. Um, 65 saves and a shutout on Friday night yep. is – that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big number. Yeah, great bounce back re- weekend for them too, especially on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing them give up eight to Minnesota a, f- a few weekends ago. That was, was – I don't know if that was last weekend, but – It was um, two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. Maybe. Pretty tough, obviously. Um, yeah, it was really awesome to see them kind of mm-hmm. get back on track defensively and in that. Great goalie. Love Dylan. He's no, he's awesome. great. He's no. really great. <laughs> and people are very excited. Like, I have seen the student section at Mon get more excited for a good save from Dylan St. Cyr than other sections get for goals. Yes. They get it's very exciting. Yes. He's had some intense great saves. saves. Some he, great he's had saves. some game saving, you know, yeah. saves this year, which has been awesome to watch. And it's hard sometimes that Mun, the way it's set up, we we're kind of in that corner, right? So mm-hmm. if where I usually sit, I sit on the front part of the glass and my angle down there to see on the other end of the ice. Sometimes when he does make those great saves, a little tough to see. So oh, yeah. I always have to catch it on Twitter later. And I'm like, wow, that that save was elite. But sometimes mm-hmm. in the moment I'm like, oh okay, cool, let's move on. But no, whenever they, especially when he makes a save in front of us, it's um, it's awesome. We we're always trying to support him as much as we can. It's great when he gets the saves in front of you. Yeah, but really good to see. Having it far away definitely makes it less stressful because oh, you don't sure. know what's going on. Oh, for sure, it's a little little tougher to see, but that's okay. It is tough. It's tougher to see, but 
You, I think again the balance. Of course. Yeah, yeah. always. <laughs> I mean, you were there for senior night. They I had was. their senior night. Yes. They have so, a lot of seniors. Yes, and it, it was awesome. The the way they usually do it is they, um, they kind of have a little ceremony video type thing for them, which is always really cool. And then they kind of have the alumni and some notable people come out on the ice. They bring the families out. Um, you know, they got the give everyone flowers and they kind of get to take a, a ceremonial final lap around the ice, which is always cool. So um, it was awesome seeing seeing them play all year and then just letting them have that moment um, to kind of cherish one for the technically second to last time because we still got Michigan uh, this Friday. But yeah. Um- yeah. I think there's definitely going to be more emotions attached to that game. Sure. So, sure. I, and I, I mean, there's emotions attached to any game, but yeah. when you're playing um, Michigan again at the end of the season at home, you're, I think emotions are definitely going to be running higher, but oh, yeah. it was probably for the best. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I did, um, whiteout at one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm very excited about that. Um, I, I, I would feel comfortable saying this is probably one of the biggest series in MSU hockey. Um, for MSU hockey within the past few years, I'd say mm-hmm. in a very long time. To be yeah. honest with you, we're on on the birth of, birth of a playoff run, um, trying to get uh, home hosting capabilities for the Big Ten tournament, and we, as of now, we we have a chance to you know beat Michigan three out of four, which would be really cool. So yeah, yeah, it it would be cool. A different challenge that they have this time around from last time that we played Michigan is the freshman Adam Fanatilli's back. Mm. He was at World Juniors, I believe, yes. last time around. Yep. Um, and he he's a great player. It's definitely going to be a challenge for them. Yes. Yeah. And Michigan obviously has their new coach as well this year. Mm-hmm. So um, a little bit of a changing of the guard in, in the sense of Michigan hockey this year. But they still find a way every year to bring um, those prospects back in. And they, they kind of reload every year, which is, um, which is always very interesting to go and see yeah. and go and watch. But yes. So we take or they take them on at Mun on Friday night, and then Saturday is Duel in the D, yes. which will be at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. Yes, very exciting. A classic. Classic, of course. Great place to watch hockey. It is. Yes, I, really I love like. Little Caesars Arena. I also do. I, I went to Van Andel this this uh, winter for the GLI, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, man, I kind of miss Little Caesars Arena a little bit. Because you know? GLI is normally at Little Caesars, isn't it? Yeah, usually, or usually in Detroit, and then in they Detroit. moved it this year, so that was a little change. But I was like. I, I think, love Van Andel. It was really yeah. great. And I was like, I think the I, wings were playing. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they were. I'm sure. <laughs> Michigan also didn't go. So I don't know what yeah. that might have had a difference too. But yeah, duel, duels on Saturday. I'm really excited. We're taking a little uh, contingent of monsters down. Uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be fun. Yeah. Hockey games in Detroit. Great time. They're great. Especially when you know school you go to is down there. It's really awesome. No, yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, I mean, they've struggled in the past. They have. Taking its neutral site. Yes. They haven't done great at neutral sites this year. They haven't. Um, they dropped – how many games did they play at the GLI? Three? Uh, two. Two. Yep, dropped both. Yeah. Yes, dropped both at the GLI, which was tough to watch. Definitely. Really had high they, expectations. but They were high-scoring games for their opponents, too. They were, yeah. Which was never a good look. Yes, so it, I, I was really hopeful, but, you know, we kind of – uh, kind of had a, a rough moment. Hopefully they were able to kind of just pack that away and just mm-hmm. move on and kind of look forward to the next few months after that. And I think they've, they've done a pretty good job of that. But yeah. hopefully we, we we look much better uh, down in Detroit. Yeah. Trying to get and our first win in, in, in a good amount of years. So it'd be cool. It would definitely be 
would be awesome. It would be awesome. Yeah. Especially at Little Caesars. Yeah. And considering this year we're about to hopefully be in the playoffs, so or NCAA tournament I should say. Hopefully. So, yeah. We're sitting right inside that we're bubble. We're sitting there, yep. <laughs> we're top right si- there. Top 16, or we're right are, there. Are we 16? Uh, I don't know if we're 16. I, I believe the tournament is 16, though. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I forget I what number we're at right now. It's like 15, 16, somewhere yeah, in that range. Something where it's in real number. close to yep. dropping off again. Yep, I'm like, let's get to win this, this series. <laughs> <laughs> let's at least, at least get one. I mean, we got at least one home game, yes. which is good. Yes. Hopefully. We beat them last time here. So. We did beat them at, um, at Mon last time. Yep. Which is looking promising. Yes. Hopefully. We, we, uh, I have confidence in, in the boys. I think we'll be good. I do too. Yeah. I think it'll help having a good amount of Spartan fans it at Little Caesars. Yes. Hopefully. Yes, <laughs> of course. If you are a Munster, go to LCA. Don't even have to be a Munster. You can no, just yeah, be yeah, living. Yeah, of course. Alumni, Alumni, casual fan. Take a trip, you know. Or Detroit's if you're in the city. area. Great city. Great food to eat before the game. Sure. If you're from Metro Detroit, Don River, you know, take a trip up, spend a few bucks, have a good time. No, oh, it should be a good game. I'm excited. Yeah. Great environment too. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, but thank you so much for joining me today. Yes. I really enjoyed talking with you. Of course. Um, this has been the Sports Roundtable Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts.